Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, well, well. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of DDP Radio Live right here at DDPRadio.com. As always, my name is Mike Mullins, broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And per usual, I take I make my ascension to the top of the tallest part of the tallest building in all of Raleigh, North Carolina. I take my Rolls Royce. I have that Liberace chauffeur come in and uh, open the back door for me, and I come out with my extravagant robe. I disrobe, go up the elevator, ba-boom, ba-boom, to the top floor. And on the top floor is the Crystal Penthouse Suite where I reside. And I go up that glass staircase, and I open up that diamond-encrusted door and I go across the roof where there's a garden of strawberries and muffins and flowers and sunshine and rainbows and lottie freaking da and I climb (laughs) to the top of the top of the tower and I look to the great white north the great snow-capped mountains of the mountain on the mountain on top of Mount Ontario where Crystal Stewart is in a shack above the mountain, the radiating, the fire, the heat, the passion, the inspiration. I connect the beam and boom, DDP radio blasts across the world. How are you, Crystal? (laughs) How do you get your head in the building? I mean, holy jeez. I'm good. It's cold here. Well, I bet. It's, It's what, is it September now? Yeah. Yeah, so we're like a month. Summer. Snow will be within the next month. Oof. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I got. I'm making a few trips uh, in the next couple of weeks. I'm going down to Atlanta um, to the DAPY uh, thing next week, and um, then that, right after that, I'm going to New Hampshire, my hometown, my uh, my New England, my home state. And I'm looking at the uh, the temperatures, and I'm like, I'm not conditioned to that kind of cold anymore. It's like <laughs> I'm. I grew up in Boston, and we had 15 feet of snow constantly throughout the window. I mean, throughout the winter, and my callus for any kind of cold weather is completely non-existent anymore. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. I think when you lose it, like when I went to Summit, I it was I left here. I think it was I don't know minus 12 or minus 10. I landed there. It was anything but. And then when I <laughs> landed back in Toronto, it was like minus 15, minus 20. It, but, I mean, holy moly, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, I mean, currently it's only like, now this is my temperature. It's like maybe 12 degrees here. Maybe. And that's yeah, maybe I pushing it. Yeah. I'm not sure what the conversion is from Celsius to Fahrenheit. I'd have to do the math. First of all, why can't the U.S. just go to the metric system, for God's sakes? Like, every place else in the world has, has the, the, you know, right? the, that, that measurement. That we're all in here trying to be different. And, um, I am like, man, I don't know if it's allergies or what today, but my head feels like it's underwater. And I sound like I'm drunk because I can't even put a sentence together. <laughs> but um, that, for real, that would explain I, the outro. 
<laughs> yeah. Katie's been uh Katie's been listening to me. She's like, You're really struggling with words today and it's just one of those days where I'm just so dragging ass but my mouth is like three words behind me, which is not something that happens very often. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I know we are waiting on a guest. Um, uh, if they are here, I can't see you unless you hit the one. So if you're in uh, in the queue and, and listening, hit the one. But um, I know, Crystal, uh, you've got a awesome show booked for us tonight. Um, I know that you pulled together a really cool guest last week, but there was a little bit of a fall through and we had to improvise. And uh, I know that um, – You've been working very hard on pulling together a guest for tonight, and the rest of the year we'll basically book through. So I see him on the <laughs> line now. I was just trying to stall while I figured this out, but I see he's here in the queue, so I'm going to have you introduce who we got on the show tonight. Sure. So happy Wednesday, everyone. It's um, I hope someone's brought hot chocolate because, man, it's cold. Um, that means... It's Wednesday, another episode of DDP Radio. Tonight's warrior is Ryan Cecil. When I put out this week's guest alert, I heard from a whole list of people on how deserving he was to be on the show finally and how much of a badass he actually is. When reading through his story, um, many things jumped out at me, one of them being... um, that you can't outwork a bad diet and there is a reason why um the diet around here air sorry the food suggestions are highly are highly suggested we know it's not easy at first but it's a worthy effort we all have food in common and it's a vast topic to tackle Maybe you'll pick up on a couple of things from Ryan tonight, and we are certainly excited to welcome him to the show. Um, welcome to the show, Ryan. We both have marbles, so we're going to be juggling our words all night. So, <laughs> Welcome. Good Lord. We got Ryan? I'm going to try to mute him and then unmute him again because I had that issue trying to talk to you earlier. Sure. Let's see. Oh, there we are. Ryan? Okay. Well, we have Ryan. He's unmuted, but I don't know if he can hear us. So let me – man, this is off to a great start tonight, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let me try one more time. Oh, actually, that looks like it might have worked. Ryan, hello. Ryan? Hi. Hey, how are you? You're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep, thanks for the invite. Been... It's been, a, it's been a, a long time coming for this. Oh, well, well I, I love it. Welcome, welcome to the show. And uh, sorry, we're having a couple technical uh, snafus as ghosts of the machine today. So, uh, <laughs> thank you for uh, coming on with us, and uh, uh, we're excited to have you. Uh, I, I read your bio that Crystal had sent me earlier, and your story is definitely worth uh, the uh, the discussion here in the show. It's it's a pretty amazing story. Um, we don't really have any standard questions. We don't, you know, write down. We get to know each other on the air, but we always start out with one important question: Every superhero needs an origin story. What uh, brought you to where you are here today? What made you take the jump and try DDPY and really let that uh, let that change your life? Um, I think it was uh, I started in uh, 2019. Uh, I've always been, you know, super reserved, shy, uh, picky eater, and um, uh, you know, I grew up, you know, playing sports and, you know, doing that, but it was never, um, never good with the nutrition <clears throat> because of the picky eating. Um, so, you know, this was, my story has never been, you know, really about weight loss or anything. Um, but I've um, I've been working for a Jim Beam 
distillery here in Kentucky uh, since uh, 2017. 2019 was when, you know, I've been working in their, uh, the barrel warehouse department. You know, we're having to handle 550-pound bourbon barrels you know, five days a week, sometimes six days a week, and it's 300 to 600 barrels a day. Oof. And, uh, you know, with you know, with the bad diet, the picky eating, um, that that job takes a toll on your body. <clears throat> also, along with probably you know bad body mechanics while I've been working, um, I got a lot of bad back pain after that first year, and I just I heard about the program on. Uh, Talk is Jericho and the Joe Rogan podcast, mm. and decided to take the plunge and just try it out. Wow, that's I mean, first of all, congratulations! You've had great success with the program. Um, I, I um, moving those barrels and stuff. Every time I've hurt myself as an adult, it's been from lifting something or tweaking something. Um, and I'm sure that a lot of the guys on those floors, they're not stretching before every shift. There's a lot of damage you could do moving around big, you know, heavy barrels like that. Right. So, you know, obviously with, with the style of work you're, you're working, you know, you, you said you were a picky eater and you weren't really, you know, eating great. Um, there's a lot of opportunity to get hurt. There's a lot of opportunity to just hurt yourself physically and internally, you know, that kind of lifestyle. When you first took the plunge and started doing DDPY, did you start noticing instantly results, things were feeling good, feeling better? And how long did it take you to really just consistently get on a schedule where you felt this is something I got to do every day or, you know, live, live the life every day? Um, I think it was a few months. Um, I started with the beginner program. <clears throat> you know, I started at uh, 210 pounds. Um, you know, not a, a insane amount of weight to have to lose, but <clears throat> um, <clears throat> the uh, I started with the you know, I think I started with the diamond dozen to learn the moves. And then with the energy, started uh, noticing, you know, the back pain alleviating after, you know, maybe the first month. <clears throat> and did you? Sorry, Ryan. Um, sorry. Did you know who Dallas was? But when you before you started, I did. Uh, I did grew you? up watching the. Uh, the Monday Night Wars, so I knew all about Dallas. Yeah. I had to tape one and um, watch the other every week. At the same. <laughs> oh, that's, I mean, a lot of people are able to come to DDPY through becoming a fan of Dallas, and there's something about the familiarity and just knowing him as one of the boys, one of the wrestlers that, like, it makes it like you're more committed to it. You've got ties to it, roots to it. Like a lot of wrestling fans started out, uh, you know, wrestling fans and became DDPY people. But um, also, uh, it's crazy now. There's so many people that never knew of him as a wrestler, but only through DDPY and stuff like that. So we got a good mixture here now. Now, were you a wrestling fan like up until recently, or did you kind of reconnect with him through like Brogan and um, and the Jericho podcast? Did you know what he was up to? Uh. Yeah, I had heard that he was doing that, and then once uh, I guess it gained popularity through those podcasts, that's when I was, I was like, "I got to do it. I got to see what it's all about." Yep. How how difficult did you find the actual workouts to be when you first started? Were you expecting it to be easier, harder, the same? And how did your workouts evolve over the first few you know months? Did you end up finding uh, yourself being able to do more things and more flexible? I did. Um, flexibility increased. Um, starting with the beginner, I think I could 
barely get out of uh, the energy 2.0. I think that 20-minute workout just really kicked my butt. And then just over time, just staying consistent with it. I think I did it at the beginning, maybe five days a week, and then it increased eventually to seven days a week. <clears throat> and I had uh, I worked my way up through all the way up to now advanced. Um, yeah, I've gone from barely doing those ten second push ups in the energy program to. I'm able to do the the forearm stand and the extreme psycho workout. It's just changed dramatically wow. over my consistency. <laughs> what kind of results have you had so far? You know, obviously you said you weren't in this to really lose weight. That wasn't your primary goal, but what physically have you, what are the differences that you've seen since you started? Um my cardio has really improved, you know. Um, you mentioned the weight loss, and, you know, I've gone from 210 all the way to, I think the last time I weighed, I was 148 pounds. Wow, was, good uh, job. the beginning of the month. <laughs> and that's been over, you know, since 2019. Um, I think the the nutrition that I've really um, gotten a hold of and gotten control of has really been the difference maker for the weight loss. What's uh, been the biggest, sorry, Ryan, what we have a huge delay going on here. Um, What was the biggest change you made with your diet? Because it's uh, not easy to fall into. So, you know, everyone's different. Some people go full bore, some not so much. I, uh, it was the beginning of this year when the nutrition really changed. Um, I swore off uh, fast food and pop. You know, January 1st, I said I would not touch it again. And I haven't touched one since either of them. How do you feel? How do you feel? I feel amazing. That's good. Way to go. Thanks. So I didn't think it was something there. I'd ever be able to do. <laughs> it, I mean, it really is one of those things, too. It's like, you know, when you live so in your own way for so long and you're kind of used to the lifestyle and used to the way you live it, even though it's bad and negative and, and hard, you still kind of just enjoy the familiarity of it and to get out of your own way enough to realize there's an issue and to just, you know, just put your foot down and make those changes. Like that's a huge step in itself. And in 2019, when you started um, doing DDPY and you started doing those changes, man, your comfort zone is pretty comfortable at that point. You know, how did you find uh, your, your, the will and the push to kind of force yourself out of that? comfortable comfort comfort zone <laughs> um, I don't know I, I don't know where I found this drive from I just I knew I needed to make a change um, I think really the biggest push was probably the back the end of uh, 2022 um my grandmother had uh, had passed away uh on my birthday actually oh, I'm and sorry. uh <laughs> and I kind of she has always been you know a big motivator for <clears throat> staying active and staying healthy <clears throat> that I was she was like my main drive to like really put it into gear this year. <laughs> so I, you know, I decided on the, the no fast food, the no pop, just to make those changes stick. <clears throat> and then, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying she must be really proud too. You know, she must, you know, I'm sure if she was here right now, she'd be super thrilled for you. What better way to honor her memory 
then uh, just go out there and do it for her. You know, do put in the work and, right. and live the life she always wanted you to live. Yeah, and then also what I did uh, back in July was to honor her. Was um, I headed down to or headed up to South Bend, Indiana, uh, to Notre Dame Stadium. She was a huge Irish fan, <laughs> and they uh, <clears throat> they hosted a Spartan Race 5K throughout the stadium. So I ran that for her and uh, completed that. Um, was 19 obstacles out of 22 obstacles completed, and I, wow. I finished in under 30 minutes. It, wow. Something that I'll, I'll I've, never forget. It was an incredible feeling. I, I've seen those Spartan races, and I think I think that sloth from that cartoon would beat me in that thing. <laughs> I think that <laughs> I, I couldn't do one of those for the life of me. Those are brutal. You know, you know the cartoon sloth from that uh, that zoo movie, like that. Like, yeah. I think that I, that thing would lap me because I am just no good <laughs> at, at at racing. And, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't want to be good at racing. I am all about losing weight. I'm all about being hip. I am not by any means a runner, and I will proudly and out myself as not a runner. So anyone who can do that is super impressive in my book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, always oh, tell, man. I always tell Crystal I always tell Crystal The only reason you'd find me running Is if I'm getting chased by a bear But even then I just let the bear have me Because I don't want to die running <laughs> <laughs> but, but one of my, one of my oh, best friends man. Just did that Spartan race um, He did like the trifecta I think he recently completed And yep. I, w- I had to leave From cheering him on Because it was too exhausting <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's a huge accomplishment. Like I, I can respect anyone who can do that, and to be able to find the reason in in your grandmother to kind of want to complete that and find the motivation there, like that's that's a Rocky movie. That's Rudy. That's from Notre Dame. Rudy. That's like a Rudy moment yeah. right there. That's amazing. Thanks. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Congratulations. And and you know, you, you, you mentioned a little while ago that you didn't have the drive to like to do it and then suddenly you find a, a kind of a purpose and a and a motivation that's bigger than yourself and you know, you uh you pull down deep and you dig down deep and, and you do it. You know, did you think you had it in you at the time? Did you think when you first started this journey that like you had it in you to achieve all that you've achieved? I think deep down I did, but I think um, I think the confidence was really the the biggest issue. Other than the nutrition, I just I don't know why I've always just the shy nature. I just confidence has always been a, an issue for me too, and I I don't know what this year has just been something different. I don't know what it is. How to explain it? Um, I can also I could. It's the uh, you know I joined uh, Rob Ramsey's fast track coaching back in April, and I think that really also that made a difference. You know, you know the team he's put together, and you know we've all pushed each other to you know push us towards our goals and be better. I mean. It's been an awesome team, an awesome experience, and I can't thank can't thank them enough for helping me out. I mean, I think that's one of the greatest things about you know DDPY as a whole is when you first come here, you feel very alone in that you know you are embarking on something that you don't really know what you're getting yourself into, and then suddenly you become aware of all these people and wow, you're not alone at all. I mean, it's, it's an incredible support system and it's a wonderful team. And yeah, I mean, we're only good as the people that push us along, I guess. And I mean, they're fantastic. Yeah, they really are. This entire community has been great. 
you know, just ever since I started, you know, everybody's so supportive of everybody. So pretty yeah. awesome. You would um you had mentioned the confidence being a game changer and it's man, I think Crystal, if we go back to all the stories we've told on this show, that's one just consistent thing. That once your confidence yeah. starts getting up, your everything follows, all the success follows. Because we're so full with doubt about ourselves and, and insecurity that once you start feeling good about yourself, you're actually willing to try again. And a lot of people, when they really struggle, not only is the confidence, but the ability to even try in life wanes. And I think that's it's really what leads a lot of people's success. Yeah, I agree. And um, with all this, sorry, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no, no. I was just going to say, so many of us come here, and there's a degree of us broken, or we don't know how to fix, or we've resigned ourselves to being a certain way. But it's only through stepping out on the ledge that we learn to become ourselves again. And it's kind of a, it's a wonderful thing. It's, it's pretty amazing. So with, with this newfound, you know, drive and confidence, obviously it's been a few years now you've been doing this, you've, you've had success, you, you're, you're branching out. What do you see yourself kind of doing in the future? What are you going to use this momentum to do? Um, I really just want to pay it forward. You know, I've, I've talked to the, you know, my fast track team. I've talked to Rob, and uh, I don't think I know a lot of people do the the instructor route, and I haven't, you know, hundred percent committed to it. But I think I might jump on this fast track coaching and become a coach eventually. Wow, that's amazing! Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And, and you know, you had uh, Rob, you know, helping you along. And I think that I think nine out of ten guests on here at some point put over Rob Ramsey. This has become less the DDP radio show and more the Rob Ramsey Appreciation Hour. <laughs> I think that so many people have been have been touched by what he does, and he's so you know he's amazing. And I mean, there's so many people that come on here and just you know talk about how much his coaching has meant to them. And I'm sure being somebody who benefited from it, you know, it's it's an exciting prospect to be that person for somebody else who needs it, the next generation of people coming along that are just looking for that big change. Right. Yeah, he's been amazing. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's one of the biggest things is, you know, I think the greatest thing is always proving to someone that it can be done. You know, everyone always says, oh, you know, you can't do it or, you know, I'm too broken or, you know, I'm too this, that or the other thing. And then they do it. And then you think, whoa, wait a minute. If they did it, chances are maybe I could too. And it just, it's it's so funny because it lays the track work for getting back to yourself. It's amazing. You know, once you get your head in the game, you're you're very much motivated and, and excited to help other people, you know, because you've been there. You've been there when things were hopeless and you've been when things are going well. And I'm, I, if you've been hopeless and been to a point where you're hopeless, you can see it in people who are there currently. And that memory of being hopeless and being scared and, and so unsure of everything uh, is, is a real empathetic feeling and you want to help people you know, going through it yourself because, you know, a lot of people told me when I was at my lowest, things will get better, things will get better, you can do it. But in the moment, you don't believe it. It's all kind of just pretty fluff words. So having somebody who's been there is such an asset to people that are going through it because you know it's steps to take and you know how desperate it can feel and as a sounding board for somebody who really needs that kind of reassurance and the hard work that it takes to get there. And that's one of the, be- the best things about this program is watching people that have gone through it and have had success get on the other side of that and then really just reach up to help, reach down to help the people uh, coming up. And I think it's going to be a pretty awesome 
gig someday for you to be that person for a lot of people. Um, the people who helped you going along, obviously Rob Ramsey and stuff, is there anybody else that really in the community was part of your journey in a way that really just made you feel like this is something that you could do? Um, hopefully I don't forget anybody, but I'm going to try <laughs> to name everybody in the entire fast track coaching program. Don't forget anybody or you're going to be in big trouble. <laughs> no, Anthony Vigness. It's been uh, Denise Sirk, uh Trina Norris, uh, Samantha Atherton, uh, Mama Cat. Everybody knows Mama Cat. She's in that group, too. Yep. Uh, gosh, there's so many of them in there now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry if I forget you all. Oh, my gosh. No, well... <laughs> There's, there's obviously a ton of people that go into it, and obviously no slight was meant for uh, not including every single person that's ever helped you on your way. But uh, Jake Order's you, in there. Oh, oh, the Jake World Order. Yeah, but Jake if you're World one Order. Of the people, <laughs> if you're one of the people that were forgotten, please send your complaints to GDP Radio, care of the GDP Radio Megaplex, beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> Attention, Mike Mullins. <laughs> Attention, Mike Mullins. Well, that's who, that's usually who gets the complaints, anyways. It's usually something like that. <laughs> uh, like I think Josh McAdoo is suing us for several <laughs> different things, but um, no, I'm kidding. Um, so, have I mean, have you been involved in in the, the challenge, the challenges, the possibly unstoppable challenge program? Yes, this is uh, my third consecutive year that I've been in it. Um, and I, I don't know why I said this was going to be my last one, but and this is so far this has been, you know, the best run at it that I've had. How I mean, do you feel that the challenge affects your 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 workouts? Is it something that keeps you on task, keeps you accountable? Yes, I do it mainly just for the accountability. It just, it just keeps me on track. Uh, it's been a, something that people talk about a lot is having that group of core people in that challenge that like you can bounce off of, you know, your inspiration and your, your accountability. And uh, it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. And if you win, you win. And if you lose, you still win because you got all this under your belt. So it's, it's a pretty Absolutely. special crew of people. It is. Now, if if you had a, you know, is there any kind of position that you haven't been able to hit yet or any kind of workout you haven't been able to achieve yet? Is there anything in your future that, like, you ink is like, this is my goal, I want to get this done before a certain amount of time? Uh, you mentioned it, and I recently just hit the move that you <laughs> want me to say, I guess, because it was the... Uh, I, now I'm drawing a blank of what it's called. <laughs> it's that's that's right. We but, can come back to it. I don't want to put you on the spot. Yeah, but I know I know. I, anyway, well, from where I just hit, I know I want to hit. Um, next goal is a uh, Birds of Paradise. If you all know what that is, it's yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's my next now, goal. when you when you first started, was that even a pipe dream for you at that point? No. Um, I think my first big goal was probably hitting Black Crow, and that took me probably a year just to to nail that for 10 seconds. Wow. It, it's it's so amazing. People talk about, like, oh, my dream growing up, my dreams, my dreams, my dreams. Like, it's important to have dreams and stuff like that, but you've got to be fluid and flexible with them, too, because – the dreams that I dream now or, or the goals are different than the person who I was two years ago's dreams and goals. Yeah. And sometimes the goals now weren't even on the table back then. And it's, it's amazing once you realize that you're able to push yourself in these certain spots that you never dreamed you could have, you could have done. And, you know, you've got a job where you're doing a lot of heavy lifting, a lot of heavy moving, you know, after three years that you have, if you didn't do DDPY, your body would be pretty banged up, I'm assuming, right now. Can you think yeah. what 
you know, how, how how would you be feeling right now after three years of moving barrels like that, you know, 500-pound barrels, uh, without the kind of flexibility and healthiness that you have now? Honestly, I think I would, uh, by now, without DDPY, I think I would be inside the bottling department somewhere. I don't think I'd be rolling barrels anymore. It's, it's helped me that much, and... Uh, you know, I enjoy what I do, and <clears throat> I'm going to continue to do DDPY to, you know, keep my body holding up as long as it can so I can do this job as long as I can. And when I'm unable to do it, then that's when that's the moment I'll know when to go inside to do bottling jobs. I've also so, heard it's, it's a very competitive job and that Donkey Kong is always breathing up your nose to be the next guy to roll the barrel. I couldn't help myself. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Crystal. I, that was the dumbest reason no, to ask you. Go ahead. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing now. Oy, oy, oy. No, I can't remember what I was going to say because now all I can think about is Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my wife said that's what I look like in the mirror, Donkey Kong. That's a big, hairy. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, see, we take every nice conversation that we have here, and then I just take it south with some dumb joke or something. So I apologize. Right, Mike ruins it. But, um, so, Ryan, what was harder for you, the food or the workouts? Uh, definitely the food. <clears throat> yeah. It's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I'm sticking to a strict, uh, you know, calorie limit and, uh, you know, doing usually about a 30-minute, 20 to 30-minute DDPY workout. Um, and then I will do some kind of, fo- some form of cardio. You know, I've got a stationary bike that I'll jump on and do, you know, usually 10 miles or I've been running around the neighborhood and then I've been working from uh, anywhere from three to six miles and I'll just kind of vary it however I feel that day. Do I want to jump on the bike or do I want to go run for the day? And then I'll close it out with a some kind of stretch. <laughs> um, Where are you calling from again? It's in, I know it's Kentucky. somewhere in the state, Kentucky. Right, so. Cornet country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not a whole lot of snow? Uh, yeah, the winter months, there's a little bit of snow. Not, <laughs> not a whole lot. Do you want to trade? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chris will trade you a, a, a barrel of bourbon for a lot of snow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, <laughs> but you know, Kentucky's. I, I I interviewed for a job years ago in uh, Lexington, Kentucky, and uh, radio station down there. <laughs> oh yeah, I was uh, I was gonna I was supposed to go work for the top forty station. It was ninety eight um, something uh, top forty, but um, uh, I ended up not going down there. But it was really close, and I loved the area. It was beautiful down there. But um, so you you two two or three years you've made a lot of progress. You've uh, changed your life significantly for the better. You know, I'm assuming you're happier, you're healthier, things are going your way. What yeah. is the motivation for you to keep on this path, to keep moving forward, keep the momentum, and uh, keep yourself motivated? Uh, um, you know, I just want to be in the best possible shape I can be for my family. You know, I've got a wife and two girls, and I want to be there for them for as long as I can and, you know, enjoy time with them in the, you know, best possible shape I can do and, you know, get around and play with my girls for, you know, as long as I can. That's all I do it for. How old are they, Ryan? They are 11 and 4. Wow. So, right. 
Do they work out with oh, you? They... Occasionally, I know uh, my youngest yeah. Kaylee. She she will get on the mat with me. She she's got uh-huh. her own mat, and yeah, you know, she'll get down and do. I don't think she cares what workout it is. She'll get in there and do whatever I'm doing. <laughs> I think that's great. I mean, that sounds like the ultimate inspiration right there. And I'm sure they're super proud of you. And even if they don't really understand the, the sacrifices you made now, looking down the line and realizing all Dad did to, to help make our lives better by making his life better, because we've said it before, you can't be there for someone else if you're not there to take care of yourself. Because uh, right. that's that's the number one thing they need is a healthy parent to to be there with, and it's a sacrifice. You worked very hard, and and you're you're doing awesome, and and I'm sure that they're going to be pretty proud and and uh, realize you know one day down the line when they get older how much you did to make their life better by making your life better. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> well. I think that the, there's a lot of good to come. And I think, like you mentioned earlier, I think that you are going to inspire a lot of people through your story and also through your next uh, phase of uh, of helping others and, and coaching others and inspiring others. Um, you know what it's like to be at rock bottom and you know what it's like to have hardships and uh, somebody in your shoes can do a lot of good with your, with your history and your past and your, in your victories and your moving forward. And I'm really excited to see, uh, where that takes you and where that goes for you. And I can see you having a hell of a run on this, uh, on this uh, current uh, challenge. And uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. I appreciate it. Thank you. Crystal, uh, anything yes. else you wanted to, uh, to uh, cover before we start uh, winding down? Well, I was just wondering, because I have been reading into Brian's story a lot, and I was just wondering how much of your journey has been getting over anything that was a mental hurdle, you know, because a lot of people come and they see, oh, yoga, and they just kind of go, whoa, you know, what? You want me to do what? But how how has your journey been? Was it hard to do this? Uh, I think I was cool about it at first. Yeah. Just kind of like how Dallas describes it. Like, you don't see guys doing yoga usually, but right. it was, I needed something low impact for, you know, the kind of work I do. And, you know, I've tried the more extreme home workouts and, you know, I've hurt myself because there's, there's really not any kind of stretching or anything with those as as much as this is in, is involved. And I think this was the right fit for me. So I just I jumped know, right it, into it and I loved it. <laughs> it was kind of funny because I saw a clip not that long ago and it was of Dallas and Tony Horton. And I remember doing P90X and thinking, man, there's got to be a better way because it was painful. Like, it hurt. And I was in a world of hurt. And, you know, lo and behold, I see Dallas and Tony together and you think, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. But I'm better with Dallas because it's no impact, right? It's easier. So, Yeah. I, I think we've really like let the whole stigmatization of uh, yoga kind of fade on because there were for a while a lot of jocks and people, you know, certain people like yoga, yoga's for girls. Guys don't do yoga. It's like, well, yeah, but I'm also walking and not in a rehab clinic putting my knee up and right. iced every day. Like at yeah. a certain point, why wouldn't you? And, and I think that that stigma's pretty much gone because you see fighters and football players and baseball players, top level athletes that incorporate these style positions into their daily workouts because it keeps them healthy. And if it, and who cares if they make fun of you, if you're healthy, that's like making fun of somebody who's, who's wearing their seatbelt while the other guys 10 miles, 10 feet down the road on the pavement. It's like, 
Well, yeah, maybe <laughs> call me a girl that was for wearing a seatbelt, but I'm currently in the car and alive. It's a stupid thing to get to make people, you know what I mean? It's a weird thing. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I, nowadays, you know, when I first started DDPY in 10, 12 years ago, Jesus, it's that long People would do that. They'd give you a little hell. they like, yoga? You're doing yoga? Look at you. You don't look like a guy who's doing yoga. But, like, I'm healthier than you are now, buddy, the guy who made fun of me. <laughs> so, but um, <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> argument to have. But who cares? If it works for you, if, it's, if you're crushing it, who cares what you're doing as long as you're healthy and feeling good and that's what it's all about. And you've obviously True. put in a lot of work to get where you are, and you should be really proud and your family and your friends and your your workers should all be really proud of how far you've come because um, there's an ultimate universe where maybe you didn't start doing things or taking control of your life and you know getting healthier and uh, you're probably going to be in a lot rougher shape than you than you are now. Yeah, but the future's so bright, you don't wear shades, right? Right. Good lord. I I wrote that, Crystal. That was my line. Corey Hart stole it from me. Uh-huh. Oh, which reminds me, Crystal. I came up with a great, yeah. great quote. And you can steal it sometime oh. and put it on a T-shirt. It's not Here about the go. size of your Josh McAdoo. It's about getting your head out of it. <laughs> uh, oh. See what I put up with, Ryan. Good yeah. Lord. We, I, I love I love Josh. I'll just never admit that, Jim. He's awesome. Uh, but um, no, we're we're just having fun. We we do that. We've got all of our rage just gets funneled into making jokes about Josh McAdoo on the show. But don't worry, he hits me back. All right, <laughs> I have I have significantly taken the show off the rails, and I apologize. Uh, oh. So. Uh, the, the challenge is wrapping up. How are you doing? How are you feeling about it? Do you think, uh, you know, do you think you're, you're, you're meeting your expectations? You're meeting your goals? Uh, you said this is probably your best challenge you've done yet. How has it been different from some of the other years that you've been doing the DDPY challenge? Uh, I think this one's been a lot different because, of, you know, the fast track team's really been, you know, pushing me outside of my comfort zone with, you know, being more confident with myself, you know, being on this show right now is a huge confidence boost because I would never see myself doing this, you know, five <laughs> years ago. Um, you know, when I first started, I wouldn't even, uh, I wouldn't even record a workout. I wouldn't, I, I wasn't involved in the community. I'd, you know, the first year I didn't talk to anybody in the community, and I did everything, you know, with the DVDs. I just did everything behind the scenes, and I lost, you know, I think the first year was 35 pounds. Wow. And I guess nobody knew about it. <laughs> That's impressive that you're putting yourself out there, too, because it's tough at first. And, you know, with this show, we always highlight people in the community who are crushing it, but you're not submitting yourself and Crystal's not just going out there and picking random people. The reason why you're here is because your peers, you know, uh, think enough of you to say this guy should have his story told or this guy should be featured. And when you're doing that, there's nothing better than, than having people doing the same thing as you're doing, pointing you out and saying, this guy is good. Take a look at him. So you should feel proud because a lot of people, uh, had nominated you to get to this point where we're having you on tonight. So that's a pretty special feeling. Yeah, it is. And yeah, I appreciate all the support I've, you know, I've been getting. <laughs> well, I wish you continued success and I wish you and your family nothing but the best. And, and I'm excited to see where you take this and where you go with it. And I'm, I'm, I'm positive you're going to be one of those guys for a lot of people what that uh, Rob was for you. And uh, I appreciate you coming on and telling us your story today. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no Thanks, problem. Ryan. Congratulations uh, to our Warrior of the Week, Ryan Fessel. Um And uh, Crystal, great job as always. Yes. Great uh, work. Thank you. And uh, thanks for, for bringing Ryan to uh, my attention. And what a fun show we had here tonight. And uh, I think we're ready to wrap it up. 
with a world-famous sure. Crystal Stewart or Mike Mullins quote of the week. <laughs> um, this week it's a Mike Mullins quote. Um, there is no traffic jam on the extra mile. Wow, I like that. That sounds like it should be a song, a song title, like an old country western song or something. I like that. I'm, I am going to steal that one. That was by Michael. You're Mullins. not going to start. <laughs> you're not singing, right? <laughs> well, oh, right good lord. No. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Crystal. Apologies for my tomfoolery, but uh, we like to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us. And, and best of luck to you. Uh, thank you, Ryan, Thanks, for Ryan. coming on, man. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Until next week, we'll be back with a brand new episode of DDP no. Radio. Not next week, but the no. week after that, because I'm going to be in Smyrna. No? Yep. Yeah. You said no? Or, or you, you, are you quitting? <laughs> Was this the final straw for you, Crystal? <laughs> no, you're, no, no, you're going. I'm I know, staying I'm where kidding. I am. Good <laughs> no, lord. I'll, I'll be uh, gone next week, but we'll be back with a new episode after that. So definitely stay tuned. But if you miss us next week, we've got over 650 episodes of GDP Radio in the archives. Uh, pick out a good one, listen to it, fire yourself up, and uh, we'll be back with a brand new episode sooner than you know it. And uh, Crystal, thank you so much. Ryan, we'll have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Until then, goodbye. On your life. Have a great Bye. week. Bye. Thank you. Kicked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.